0: Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in again today. Today my guest is, I know her as Taylor Flows um, Mm -hmm. on Instagram and Taylor is a professional hula hooper which I think is super fun and I mean whoever thought you know that you could get you could earn money playing all day (laughs) you know Um, it does seem like playing but I know a lot of work goes into doing those incredible um, tricks or whatever you know you guys call them so um, yeah I'm excited to hear all about your journey today.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. And um, any chance that I have to educate people on hula hooping is, you know, such a wonderful opportunity to me. So I'm very, very grateful to be here today.
0: Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Um, But yeah,
1: a little bit about my journey. Um, I started hula hooping back in 2014, just kind of as a hobby to, um, you know, be a little bit more active, express myself creatively. I was in college at the time, so I kind of needed, you know, some sort of creative outlet to escape the stress of being in college and, you know, studying for exams and everything like that. So I actually found hula hooping very much by chance. Um, I was watching uh, YouTube videos, like just regular music videos, and there was a video of a hula hooper that came up and I was so moved by the way that she was dancing with her hula hoop. You know, normally you just see people waist hooping or like hooping around your chest or around your arms or elbows. Um, But the way that this woman was dancing was so inspiring and moving to me that I decided to order hula hoop myself and try and teach myself how to hula hoop. Um, So that was back in 2014. And I've pretty much been hula hooping every single day since then um, and kind of brought me to where I am today to creating a career from playing and hula hooping. Um, So that's kind of my background as to how I got about into hula hooping and Um, you know, I, I was very much self-taught from the beginning. There actually is, um, to my surprise at that time, a huge online community of hula hoopers and people who also find such great artistic expression and also just physical expression in hula hooping. There is, you know, I would say like thousands of people on Instagram and YouTube and even Facebook, um, everybody is just kind of collaborating and hooping together. So that's kind of where I started.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I remember, I remember a lot of jump rope when I was little, a lot of double Dutch. I don't ever really remember hula hooping. um, I mean, until I already had all three of my children (laughs) (laughs) and a friend of mine, I couldn't, I just couldn't keep the hoop up at all. And I mean, I just, I spun it the way it felt natural to me, the spin. And I don't even remember which way that was now, but um, and I was getting frustrated. And she said, well, just just do counterintuitive and spin it the opposite direction that you did. And I spun it the opposite direction and I totally was able to keep it up. And I was like, that is so weird because it was opposite of what my body naturally wanted to do. So now that's the tip I tell everybody. And it seems to help them.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Cause I had a very similar experience as well. When I started, I, I could not keep the hula hoop up for the life of me. I'm like, man, like, how am I supposed to do all these tricks if I can't even keep it up around my waist? Um, right. That's something that I kind of practiced at first, but as opposed to, you know, with the currents of the hula hoop, the way that you send the directions, your body kind of has its own language and muscle memory of what it wants to do. So you kind of have to, you know, counterintuitively send the hoop in different directions to be able to unlock different movements because your brain can be telling you, oh, it should be working this way. I'm going to send it this way. But your body has a whole different mechanism of muscle memory that it may be more accessible to do it in a different direction. So that was a lesson that I learned when I was first hula hooping too. And with almost every single trick that you do with a hula hoop, you kind of have to experiment on like, you know, like which way, which direction or current to send the hula hoop in to make it more accommodatable for your body.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot that really goes into it. You know, it is, it is so much more than just playing, you know, and this is hula hooping is, um, on my top 12 tips for better pelvic health. Um, and I always tell people it's, it's so, it's such a great activity to do because it accomplishes so many things in just, just doing one thing, especially if you can be outside barefoot you know, because I mean, it's grounding and it's creative and it's playful. So it's inner child work. Um, And then obviously physically, you know, you really are working on the pelvic floor and the pelvic muscles and all those accessory muscles um, and moving the lymph fluid too. And I mean, it's like a fascial massage. So, I mean, all, there's so much goodness that comes out of just having fun. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I think the most like freeing form of hula hooping, in my opinion, like the most like intuitive form is, is just like kind of rocking with the hula hoop around your waist because you, you are corrected. It does has so many healing properties because, you know, in ancient traditions and everything like that, people would dance and move their body in certain ways to kind of shake up that root chakra energy. I know we've talked about this before, um, you know, like twerking in some, some old, um, some like older communities, more um, like primitive communities and everything like that. They, they would move their body in certain ways. And we've kind of escaped from that. I feel like in modern day society, we don't really have an activity to kind of activate that play and healing inside of us at the same time.
0: Right. Well, when you think about, when you think about the movements that that area of our body naturally wants to make those movements have been shamed and demonized for, you know, you know, I mean, generations and generations. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, like the African dance and moving your whole body at the same time. I mean, it's, it's incredible to see. One thing that I've, um, I've never seen in person, I would love to, is the American Indian dancers, the hoop dancers, and how tiny those hoops are and how they just kind of can get their whole body through them. I mean, it's incredible to watch those things. So, you know, I just, um, my last episode that was just launched was on belly dancing. And again, you know, those movements, our body wants to make them. They're incredibly natural and healing and that ancient wisdom really is in them and but the writers of that time period were men and they writ they wrote everything through these eyes like saying they were in the women were enticing them but they were not the men were enticed but the mm-hmm. women were just doing their natural traditional dance and so those movements are bad and they're too sexual and all of the things that, you know, we're trying to (laughs) change. So yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's, it's crazy that I I feel like it makes it a little bit easier with a hula hoop to be doing those sorts of movements because you have an excuse and a prop to work with. That was kind of my number one thing that I feel like. I had like that creative energy that you were talking about that wanted to be expressed, but I felt very intimidated by, you know, just doing it with my body much like, you know, all those talented belly dancers and um, you know, like African dancers, like any like, you know, indigenous communities like that. I felt very intimidated because I didn't have a prop to kind of hide behind. So hula hooping is kind of that nice pathway into Um, you know, unlocking, unlocking those movements without being as vulnerable to like step into just using your body. So the hula hoop is sort of a tool to access that rather than having to practice, you know, constant motion with your body.
0: Right. Yeah. And when we were chatting earlier too, you had mentioned um, about fear and how fear is held in the hips.
1: Absolutely. So that, that was my number one biggest thing too, is when I started hula hooping a lot more, um, I I struggled with, you know, a lot of anxiety and depression and fear generally. And so when I found hula hooping, I found that it sort of alleviated that um, because I was moving, you know, that stagnant energy in my body somehow in some way, you know, working out is one thing, but you're not really you're not really engaging those muscles that are in like the pelvic floor and everything that need to be engaged. And those like micro little muscles that you get from like mobility exercises, you kind of get from hula hooping too. So you're really shaking up kind of the energetic structure of your body. And I really felt that when I started hula hooping and that's kind of how it became such a, you know, a good addiction in my life is hula hooping every day. It's like something that was a precursor to, you know, start my day on a good note to kind of just shake up that energy, refresh things. And if I was, you know, feeling super anxious or super fearful or depressed, hula hooping was there to kind of help me navigate that in a physical way because you very much do store, you know, fear and a lot of negative emotions in your body, specifically in your hips and your shoulders um, and in your neck area. So hula hooping is a great way, especially, you know, like even chest hooping and waist hooping, it can be very, very healing to, um, you know, anxiety, depression, and fear based, um, you know, energetic blockages in the body.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. There's just so many things that, you know, we really need to be thinking more about. And again, just really driving home that energy piece. Um, And again, like I said earlier, Hulu hooping is kind of a one, I mean, it's a one-stop shop in so many um, things. And I know I have three kids. We each have our own hoop and we'll go in the backyard and we'll have a contest to see, you know, who can keep their hoop up the longest. And my youngest son always can keep the hoop up the longest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, we'll see. And what's also interesting is... um, you know, my daughter obviously kind of transitioned more into like the young womanhood throughout this past year. So she can do different tricks now because I think, you know, her hips are wider now, her shoulders are a little bit broader and she has a different, um, like, um, oh gosh, like a different, I don't know, her body shape is different, a different point of reference or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's fun to see like, oh my gosh, I, I can do this now or, I can't do this anymore or, you know, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. And how like the, the like, hula hooping is truly for everybody type. I think that's the beautiful thing about it too. It's like, it's not, you know, conducive to one type of person, one size, like one format, literally anybody can hula hoop. And if you go through like, you know, those bodily changes of puberty, that's still going to be super fitting. Like, you know, before puberty, you can hula hoop after puberty, you can still hula hoop, you know, larger people can hula hoop, super small people can hula hoop. It's like something that's so inclusive to every single body type. And I think that's, you know, so wonderful. And you can do all sorts of tricks with it. You know, you can do, um, a a lot of the basis of my Patreon is kind of, going through this evolution that hula hooping has become. So it kind of went through, you know, just starting on the waist and on the body and then doing, you know, crazy external tricks off of the body too, to, you know, accommodate even more things that you can do with different body parts and your, your hula hooping. So again, it's, it's something for absolutely everyone at any stage in their life. Yeah. Like I, I remember specifically um, I was doing private lessons with this older woman. I think she was like, like in her late seventies and we would do monthly private lessons. Cause she had osteoporosis. She was just recently diagnosed and was just trying to find a way to stay active and play and have fun and learn something new. And it was honestly one of the most rewarding teaching experiences that I've ever had because this, you know, this late seventies um, woman, was just absolutely killing it with the hula hoop. She was getting the tricks that I was teaching her. She would practice every month. The, the, the next lesson I would come and she would get these tricks. And it was, you know, such a great and rewarding process, not only for me as a teacher, but as the hooper itself, you know, to be able to like learn something new with your body, I feel like is just timeless. It's a timeless accomplishment.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, well, you know, my friend, Jennifer, I mean, her mom hula hooped into her late nineties. I mean, I, th- I mean really 97, 98, you know, so, um, tell everybody, cause you had mentioned the Patreon before and like, that's how people can kind of look up your classes and everything.
1: Yeah. So, um, as I kind of got more into hula hooping, I decided that I wanted to become a full-time teacher. Um, I had been working a desk job and teaching at retreats kind of here and there. So I've taught in, um, Malaysia, I've taught in France, I've taught in Canada, and I've taught in Austria. I was planning to teach in London this year too, but um, COVID kind of pushed everything back. Um, so with this new structure and, you know, COVID kind of forcing artists to get even more creative, um, I created a Patreon. So Patreon is basically an online platform that you pay a monthly subscription to get access to content that artists create. So I've decided to make a Patreon dedicated to hula hoop tutorials and my biggest goal with the patreon is to show every single hula hoop trick that i i know Um, because when I started hula hooping, there really wasn't a resource or like a trickionary of sorts to be able to see all the tricks in one place. place. So that was kind of the point of me creating a Patreon was to help other people, um, you know, have access to all this, all these tricks and all these things that you can do with your hula hoop. Um, Because sometimes it's very overwhelming to start a new hobby and, you know, I don't know what to do with this. Where do I go with this? So Um, that that's my full-time job now is creating tutorials. I post every other day, a new tutorial, whether it's, you know, single hoop, double hoop tutorials. And I also got into, um, posting fire fan tutorials as well.
0: Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some of those things on Instagram. They're a lot of fun to watch. Yes. (laughs) I had, um, I've got a friend too, who has, who does fire hooping and it's just such a neat thing to watch you know i mean it's just really beautiful you know and um i mean it's it's incredible because obviously you know at the whole mood um and how you view the performance is based you know of course with the music but i mean it can i mean it can, it's like gorgeous you know so
1: yeah. And it's also like a very, very, I feel like spinning fire is a very like spiritual and like cathartic experience all at once in itself as well, because you have to, you know, learn to like respect the flame, um, the ways to hold the hula hoop. You have to figure out which way the fire moves in correlation with the way that you're moving. And it, it's a very powerful thing. I recommend anybody who gets, you know, very much into hula hooping, even if it's just waist hooping, um, getting into fire hooping at least once. Cause it's, it's such an amazing experience. It's hard to put into words.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely, it would be, I understand. I understand the feeling because some of those, you know, those more spiritual, visceral kind of, um, experiences, you just have to, you just have to experience yourself. Exactly. For sure. So obviously you started with waist hooping. I'm assuming that's how most people start. Mm -hmm. And then how long before you decided, yeah, I want to do this. I want to like make a career at this.
1: Oh man. Um, so I actually kind of, I, again, I was obsessed with it when I first started. So I originally started doing performances first. So about um, a year and a half after I started hula hooping, I was contracted for my first performance at a music festival. Um, I was contracted down in Florida for a, a festival called Suwannee Halloween, okay. And it's basically this big music festival that has all sorts of art installations and everything like that and live performers. So I drove down to Florida by myself and started, you know, my performance career down there. Um, Just went down there for the weekend, performed and came back. And I started getting more and more into performing. And within performing, you know, you get to meet a lot of other flow artists. And while I was meeting other flow artists, we kind of had sort of trick shares here and there between each other. And I was able to, you know, show people how to do tricks that I knew how to do, and you know, vice versa. Sorry, my cat wanted to join the. Oh, that's okay. No worries. (laughs) Um, And that was kind of my aha moment. With you know, hey, you know, I'm kind of an okay teacher. People are able to digest the way that I show how to do tricks. So that was kind of my my gateway to getting into teaching and like realizing that. you know, this is something that I innately just love and enjoy to do, it makes me very happy. So then I started getting a little bit more serious about it and started preparing my own curriculums for classes. So basically picking a topic or a trick of hula hooping and branching off to different, um, you know, tricks and combinations in between with that trick. After that, um, I applied to, you know, teach at these retreats and I'd been teaching my friends for a while Um, I had went to a hula hoop retreat in Bali just as a student, and I was able to meet the organizers of, it's called the Hoop Dream Retreat, and they do a series in Bali, and they did a series in Malaysia, and a series in um, Sri Lanka, and I'd gone to the Bali one and just kind of met everybody, and um, the organizer ended up asking me if I would like to come back next year as a teacher. Wow. That was my first formal teaching gig as a hula hoop teacher. So from there, um, everything just kind of started to happen very fast. And I started teaching around the United States, just kind of holding my own workshops here in Milwaukee. Um, I was hired a lot in Colorado to come and teach at a festival called the Jamboree Mm And, um, I've, I've been to various other cities as well. And normally just like when I travel to somewhere, I'll also try and hold a hoop workshop just cause I love connecting with fellow hoopers in the area. And I, I just absolutely adore teaching. Like there's nothing that makes me happier than doing that. So, um, yeah. that's kind of how I ended up getting around the United States as well.
0: That's awesome. Well, and I mean, just like the opportunities that you've had to travel and to see new things and to learn from people that, you know, you would have never normally met. You know, so that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just how when you really follow, when you follow your true path, you know, when you follow your passion, it just, it takes you to the most incredible places. Exactly. That's amazing. So I know um, the podcast obviously is audio. If you follow my YouTube channel, which is um, Soul Healing Body Work and Wellness Center, you're going to be able to watch this because Taylor is going to show us a trick. So, um, so then obviously you're not going to be able to see that <laughs> during the, um, on audio, but follow the the YouTube channel and you'll be able to check it out. And also at the end, um, she will tell you how to follow her so you can see her directly. Yay. Awesome. I'm excited.
1: So, um, should I show the trick right now? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to be showing you guys how to do a vortex. So a vortex is a great transition from waist hooping. So that's kind of a lot of the topic of what we talked about today is having the hula hoop around our waist. So once we get comfortable with having the hula hoop around our waist, we need to find a way to kind of bring it up to our arms. So I'm going to show you guys what this trick looks like and then I'm going to break it down. So we're going to start hula hooping in our desired current. So I normally hoop counterclockwise. So to figure out which way that you normally hoop, Draw a straight line out in front of you here. Um, This portion, so if you're going towards your left side first, that's known as counterclockwise. If you're going towards your right side first, that's clockwise. So I normally send the hoop this way. It's going to matter which way that you send the hoop because that's going to establish which hand that you're going to be using to start the vortex. Okay. So, The vortex itself looks like this. So we're gonna be bringing the hula hoop up and down. Just as a precursor, this may be a little bit more difficult if you use a weighted hula hoop or a heavier hula hoop. For reference, I use um, polypropane hula hoops. If you're going to go that route, I definitely recommend getting like a size 30 inch diameter, three fourths or higher. So like a 31, 32, 33. Um, That's the easiest uh, size to do these sorts of tricks with. So we're gonna be starting with it around the waist. And we're going to pay attention as to when the hula hoop is hitting the small of our back here. We're kind of working with the timing so it's coming in front, creating a gap here, and then hitting our back here. So paying attention to when it's hitting this portion of our back. And then we're going to slide our hand in just like this. Now we can really feel that timing when the hula hoop is going around because it's pressing against our palm. So we kind of feel the hula hoop hit our palm here. And that's going to be our cue to grab the hula hoop. So once it's come around the back, we have it in our hand here. Our palm is going to be facing away from us. And our thumb is going to be pointing towards our opposite side. So kind of just getting comfortable with that first. So getting your hand in. And then grabbing it once it's hit your hand. The trick to this is keeping the hula hoop nice and level. We like to call it floor plane. So you want to imagine as if the hula hoop is flat, as if it was resting on a table or on the floor. You want to make sure to keep it nice and flat as we're moving, sorry my cat again, as we're moving the hula hoop up. So it's going to be kind of a little contortion game here to bend your elbow and to get the hula hoop up. So in slow motion, it's gonna kinda look like that. So we're coming from the back here and we're moving the hula hoop in the current that we were just waist hooping in. So we really wanna keep that in mind. So I was going counterclockwise. So as I grab the hula hoop, we're gonna go in that same current and we're gonna start to spin our body as we bring our elbow up. Once we get up here to our highest point, we're gonna quickly bring our arm up and bring our hand on the outside portion of the hula hoop. So it's gonna look like this. And it's gonna look a little wonky at first, especially if you're trying to do it slow. So don't get discouraged about that. We just really wanna make sure when we grab the hula hoop, we're sort of spinning in a circle. And then as we come up, we're keeping the hula hoop held like this, up once more. And then as we bring our elbow inside the circle here, we're going to quickly transition our hand from this position, use our thumb to stabilize underneath and bring our fingers to point up. Oh. My cats are just being ridiculous right now. So bring your fingers up. Once we have the hoop up here, we're gonna switch the hoop in our left hand, just like this, and practicing a lasso. So this trick is fantastic because it has kind of three counterparts. We're waist hooping, bringing the hoop up, and then we're going to what we call a lasso. So a lasso can be done with one hand, two hands, just like this. So within this trick, we're actually gonna be using both hands. And one good tip for lassos, you wanna imagine as if there's a pen tip on your middle finger, and you're gonna create a circle going around this way in the same current that you hula hoop in. So you wanna keep your currents consistent from when you're hooping on your waist or any other body part. So as you bring the hula hoop up, you're going to be swinging in that same direction. So, as you can see, my hand is creating these little micro circles with the tip of my middle finger to keep a hula hoop going. We're doing this with the right hand, and then we're going to switch our left hand into the hula hoop. So, left hand's taking over, creating these circles. And then to come back down, we're going to grab the hula hoop, ideally, when the hula hoop is open above our head. So, we don't want to grab it out here, because we can't really transition from there as well. So we're gonna pay attention to when the hula hoop is open right above our head. And as we grab it here, our palms should be facing towards the front of us. We're gonna slowly bring the hula hoop down and to our waist, and we're gonna be spinning our body in the current that we hula hoop towards. From here, we're going to grab our back here with the hula hoop, and we're going to release in the current that we normally go in, while spinning in a circle. So the full progression of this trick, starting in waist hooping in our normal current, sticking our hand in the back, grabbing the hula hoop when it's against the palm. We're spinning our body in a circle and simultaneously bringing the hula hoop up until we can't anymore, we're kind of stuck here. Then we're going to bring the hula hoop up and flat, getting our elbow in, And as we're doing that, we're releasing and creating this lasso. From here, we're lassoing with our dominant side hand. And then we're going to bring our other hand inside the hula hoop to incorporate both sides of the brain, both sides of the body. And now from here, we're gonna grab the hula hoop when it's above our head, the opening here. And as we grab it, we're going to start to spin in a circle, bringing the hula hoop down. And then we're going to push the hula hoop in the current that we normally waist hoop in, making sure it's making contact with our back so it has some traction to go off of. And then we're going to start to spin and waist hoop again.
0: Nice. Yes. Thank you for that.
1: Of course. Yeah, that's that's one of the staple moves in hula hooping, honestly, Um, especially because you can transition out into so many different types of moves from the vortex. And plus, it's a great transition if you're working on waist hooping to incorporate your arms as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, it's kind of just a little bit of synchronicity because I've been listening a lot to Abraham Hicks. Who is always talking about being in the vortex? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, I obviously have to learn this trick. <laughs> and I have it recorded so I can watch it anytime. <laughs> yes.
1: Awesome.
0: Well, why don't you tell everybody how to get a hold of you? Because you are physically based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Absolutely.
1: Um, so, I am based in Milwaukee, I live in River West currently. Um, I am super active on my Instagram mostly. So you can reach out to me. My, um, my username is at Taylor underscore flows. I'm also on Facebook, not super active on Facebook right now, but, um, Instagram or my email is Taylor at iCloud.com. And I do all sorts of different private lessons. If you're looking to get into hula hooping, or you can ask me about my Patreon. I cater to you know, absolute beginner to like more advanced levels. So there are definitely a lot of accommodable ways for you to get to, you know, starting into hula hooping. And i also would love to be a resource for you for that.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. You know, I, I'm, i it's just awesome to hear really from a professional and kind of, you know, just listening to your own, a little bit of your own healing journey, because I've always, I just, I mean, intuitively, and obviously it just kind of makes sense that this really, does help, you know, in so many ways, um, with our healing on so many levels. And so thank you for just kind of (laughs) confirming that and sharing with us. So
1: so happy to share.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for being with us today, Taylor.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for joining me today on women's pelvis wellness, where you can be heard because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, women's pelvis wellness, And join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a Pelvis Wellness Warrior.